This was a very good weekend for people, investors, who spent some time with Ivan the Idol on Friday afternoon. A really good weekend. If you went to mybookie.ag over the weekend, signed up, got your first deposit bonus by using the promo code Kent Sterling, and listened to Ivan, you had a huge weekend. This is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, November 8th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at mybookie.ag. Let's get right to the beautiful news over the weekend. And some of these picks, I got to tell you, I thought Ivan the Idol has lost his mind. I don't think any of these are coming through. He went upset heavy yesterday in the NFL. Uh, He had the Jags money line plus 690 that he hit. The Jags beat the Bills in Jacksonville 9-6. Huge upset. The Titans, he took plus 7.5. That came in. Browns money line at plus 115. How about the four wins that he had, predictably, Michigan over Indiana? These were not upsets. Uh, Michigan minus 20. The money line, Michigan. uh, Michigan scores first. And Michigan with three straight scores. All of those came in. From Saturday morning through last night, Ivan the Idol was magic. Hit. Hit, hit, hit. That was Saturday with IU Michigan. And then hit, hit, hit yesterday. 7-0 and on the weekend. How about that? Go to mybookie.ag and claim your first deposit bonus today by using promo code Kent Sterling. All right. Uh, one day to the opener for IU basketball. Bob Knight was back yesterday at Hoosier Fan Fest. It's an NIL event. Uh, the money goes to the players which is a new deal because of the NIL rules. Some of the money also goes to the Boys and Girls Clubs of Bloomington, which is fine and and good and should. Bob Knight came, got his picture taken with some of the players, sat and watched the scrimmage. Tomorrow night it gets serious. And, And I think we're getting to the point where Bob Knight coming back to Assembly Hall really isn't news anymore. He's back a lot. He's in Bloomington. He lives there. He comes to Bloomington. He loves Mike Woodson. Mike Woodson, now the coach. And so off you go. This is, you know, hey, Bob Knight, this is almost like, you know, John Wooden coming back to, uh, uh, to UCLA. It's just not to Pauley Pavilion. Not news. He's just there. You know what I mean? So maybe it's time we don't report on this every single time he shows up at Assembly Hall. And you know what? People say they should stop trotting him out as though he's some kind of show pony, and they say he doesn't even know where he is. We don't know what Bob Knight's health is, and what I hear from people who are close to Coach Knight is that he has good days, he has bad days. So when he has good days and he shows up at Assembly Hall, we ought to celebrate it. I don't have any any problem with that. I hope he comes to every game this season. Indiana, Eastern Michigan, tomorrow night on BTN at 6 o'clock, and then they've got Northern Illinois on Friday, and this is a game that Indiana, and uh, that's not going to be on the Big Ten Network on Friday night. So if you want to watch, you got to get Big Ten Plus. And that means you have to subscribe for a month, and that's $9.95. And I hate that. Hate it that you have to pay. We already pay for Big Ten Network to watch our specific teams. Very few of us is watching, you know, Northwestern and Penn State, Right. We're watching for Indiana basketball or Purdue basketball, too. We already pay, you know, to get us, hook us for another 10 bucks 
to watch one single game, I think is predatory and, and in bad spirit from the Big Ten office. I don't like it. I didn't like it when Jim Delaney was the commissioner. I don't like it with Kevin Warren being the commissioner. Uh, I think it is predatory. Like they need more money. Are you kidding? The Big Ten needs more money. Oh, really? How about, how about spend some of the money on education for kids? Could we do that? Yeah, and not just the athletes. Um, Indiana predicted to come in seventh in the Big Ten. That is way low. I think Indiana, at worst, is going to be 12-8 and eight in the Big Ten, and that ought to be good for fourth or fifth. Uh, I see Indiana being in that area, like 12 to th- 12, 13 wins in the Big Ten, unless they have injuries. They are really good. I, I think they're deep. They're experienced. Trace Jackson Davis, a first-round All-American. Race Thompson, Michael Durr on the front court. We'll see if Logan Duncan gets some run. And then in the backcourt, you've got lots of guys. Xavier Johnson, Parker Stewart, Rob Finnessy, Jordan Geronimo, uh, Tamar Bates, Anthony Leal. Uh, you got Trey Galloway. you got lots and lots. And I know I've forgotten some Miller Cop at the wing. You got lots and lots and lots of guys. This is a very deep team with guys who can play. So even if you do suffer a couple injuries, I think you're going to be all right depth-wise because that's what Mike Woodson has been able to accumulate in terms of experienced talent in Bloomington. Christian Lander, I didn't even mention him. He was a five-star kid out of Evansville Wrights a couple of years ago. Reclassed, which I thought was a mistake. Said so at the time. He could have used another year of seasoning in high school. Would have been better at the college level. We'll see if this year he ascends. I think he can. We know he's talented enough. Um, No news on the Colts this weekend is great news. These long weekends drive coaches nuts. Not so much with the Colts. Because the Colts have built a roster of adults. They are grown men not prone to do stupid things. They are not going to drive their cars 156 miles an hour. Chris Ballard, you may not like Ben Banigou or Kamoko Ture or Paris Campbell as second-round draft picks. You might not think, uh, how about nobody likes Quincy Wilson as a second-round draft pick, the, the former Colt, Quincy Wilson. But you know what Chris Ballard does? He does a great job of vetting character. He makes sure that the people that he drafts and that he welcomes into that Colts family are ready to behave as grown-ass men. That's what he brings to the Indianapolis Colts. So these long weekends for Frank Reich and for the position coaches, you know what? You tell them, be reasonable human beings, have a little bit of fun, go someplace if you like, but be back here on Monday morning. And that means don't do something so stupid that you wind up in the clink. When was the last time, has there been a time under Chris Ballard where a behavioral wobble wound up in the news, where somebody wound up getting arrested? I can't remember it. It happens almost everywhere else. It does not happen here. It used to happen here with somewhat frightening irregularity. Now, it's very irregular. So, Brian Hawkins, thank you for getting the book of a lifetime. Oops! The Art of, uh, of Learning from Mistakes and Adventures. It's available on Amazon. It's available on Audible if you want to hear me read it. 237 pages of mistakes I've made and what I've learned from them. Uh, So good for the Colts. They get ready to play the Jacksonville Jaguars this Sunday, 1 o'clock on CBS. The Colts open the week as 10.5-point favorites, despite the fact that the Jaguars just beat the Bills. 
down in ja- down in Jacksonville. How about that? Uh, Pacers, nice win last night in Sacramento. The West Coast trip continues. Started on Friday night with a loss against the Portland Trailblazers, which shouldn't have been a loss, frankly. Pacers covered, though. Covered the four and a half by losing by four. Last night, winners, 90, uh, 94 91, they get a couple of days off, which is nice. Miles Turner, I thought, played really well yesterday. If Miles Turner can keep playing with, with the enthusiasm that he showed yesterday, you know what? This could be a really good team, and he could be a hell of a good basketball player. He, yesterday, he had 11 points, 15 rebounds, 5 blocks. Very, very active. Domas Sabonis, uh, 17 and 10, both with 5 fouls. And so uh, Domas spent some time on the bench late. They out-rebounded the Kings 54-33. The refs, I thought, were really, really silly late. I I thought that the refs, there was a drive by Karis LeVert where I think he was fouled by three different guys on his way to the bucket. They didn't call any of them. And on the other end, for the Kings, as they attacked the bucket, they got calls, very, very ticky-tack type calls against the Pacers I, sometimes I think the NBA referees just try to keep it close, keep fans' butts in the seats as long as they possibly can. This should have been a win for the Pacers by 10, 12 points. I think the referees were were complicit in helping the Kings stay in this game. Um, they've got Denver and then Utah left on this four-game road swing before they're back this coming Saturday at Gainbridge Fieldhouse against the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Pacers are capable of playing good basketball. Malcolm Brogdon on the shelf again. Now he's got an illness. What's going on? Like, I, I, I'm not questioning his desire to play basketball, but he's had kind of a hamstring sort of injury, which really wasn't a hamstring. Now an illness where he's, he's missing games. We're, we're only, what are we, 11 games into the season? Uh... What are we doing? I it, Hopefully he plays the rest of the games this season, and, and this is a non-story. But again and again and again, yeah, I, I don't feel well today. I don't think I'm going to play. I hate to think that that's who Malcolm Brogdon is, so I won't think that that's who Malcolm Brogdon is. Uh, Purdue, they beat Michigan State on Saturday night. How about Purdue, right? 3.30 kick. And a top-five team in Michigan State. They've already beaten a top-five team this year in Iowa. They get it done against Michigan State, 40-29. to David Bell from Warren Central High School here in Indianapolis. Awesome. 11 catches, 217 yards, and a touchdown. If you play against Purdue, it's not like they just fell off a turnip truck at, at uh, Michigan State or in the Big Ten. With Purdue, if you stop David Bell, you are going to beat Purdue, right? Iowa couldn't do it. So with Iowa, David Bell went off, went crazy, right? Over 200 yards receiving to carry the Boilermakers to that win. Then Saturday against Michigan State, he does it again. We'll see if he can do it this weekend. They've got Purdue does. They've got Ohio State in Columbus. A third opportunity to win against, uh, is Julie naked in the background? Julie, are you dressed? Yeah. All right, all right. She's dressed. Don't rewind that and try to get 
Try to get to <laughs> What are you going to do? Uh, at any rate, that was a little distracting even to me. Purdue against Ohio State, a third opportunity to beat a top-five team. That would be fantastic for the Boilermakers. Uh, IU, of course, lost to Michigan, as we kind of recounted, as we uh, talked about the sage wisdom from Ivan O'Idle over the weekend, who led you to great wealth if you took his advice. They lose 29-7, so Indiana doesn't cover. The line was 20. I know Tom Allen doesn't care less uh, about... uh, you know, lines and whatnot, he did. Ivan picked the Titans and the Jags. Money line for the Jags, which was over plus 600, and the spread against the Titans, which was 7.5, even though Tennessee, they won it outright against the Rams. Donovan McCauley, 10 of 24 for 88 yards. That's 3.7 yards per attempt. That kind of makes you wince. He's a true freshman. He's gaining experience. This was supposed to be a redshirt year where he kind of figured some things out, how to be a college student and a college football player. He's getting a tutorial in college football at a very, very high level against really good competition. Rutgers Saturday at noon. It might be IU's last legit shot as a win. Minnesota is going to be ranked as Indiana plays against him, and Purdue certainly is going to be ranked as Indiana plays the Boilermakers in the the regular season and it's going to be the season finale. At least for the Hoosiers, they're not going to be bowl eligible. They have a maximum uh, wins of, uh, of five. So two wins now, three games left. That's not going to be bowl eligible. In true Sterling fashion, we have a parking pass for the game this weekend uh, against Rutgers. We do not have tickets. This is how the Sterlings enjoy a trip to Bloomington for football. Why let Indiana football ruin an Indiana football weekend and an Indiana football Saturday? That sounds grim, but absolutely true. Uh, 2021-2022 coaching hot seat story on ESPN.com. Tom Crean's picture is on it. It's behind the paywall, so I didn't read it. Hate to see that about Tom Crean. He wasn't great as the Indiana coach. It doesn't mean we don't hope uh, for professional success for Tom Crean. Bears-Pittsburgh tonight. Steelers a seven-point favorite. Let's celebrate some birthdays. Uh, John Weiss celebrating a birthday. Stephen Ajami, happy birthday. Roger Dunn, Donald Jones also celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment. This afternoon, inside Indiana Sports Now, as always, the very, very latest from the Colts, Very, very latest from the Pacers, too. Cannot wait to talk to you then on the eve of Indiana opening the Mike Woodson era in Bloomington.